How you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him, Ewan Cameron. How are you doing, Ewan? You're oh, right? I'm a happy boy. Of course you are. You're always a happy boy. By the way, episodes will be back to normal a couple of weeks on Monday. Since it's an international break, we're a wee bit all over the place. We are. So we're going to be looking forward on this episode to Ireland on Saturday, tomorrow, and then obviously Ukraine next week as well. Also, we will have if Scottish football were a hospital, we'll get the best answers for that. And we've got our brand new game back as well it's play your Joe Cardo's right so remember you can follow us on all your usual podcast providers make sure you subscribe and also you rate us with five stars as well because that's very handy I was actually looking at our ratings the other day people have given us five stars loads of people have given us five stars yeah I know I've yet to review our podcast because I'm not quite sure it's at a five star rating yet what would you give it so far 3.5 3.5 right, okay. room for improvement yeah I would say I like it like Callum and myself we are making up the 3.5 and you're the reason why it's not quite five yet I would agree with that I think I could offer a lot more to the podcast I can I so. also point out as well that I think that when we get guests on the show it should only really be a Monday yeah reviewing the weekend's fixtures yeah I don't I mean we're talking again a guest today I thought nah we don't need a guest today we're talking about again a guest next week after the, the Ukraine game I thought nah let's not do that because I think it's wasted in preview shows it is yeah I think yeah. it's a review show that you need a guest for and you're sure it's not just because this guest you tried to get on ignored your DMs on Twitter right okay <laughs> are, are, are we going to call him out are we actually going to call him out no because we, no, we'll we might need him we yeah. might need him later but no, I don't think he'd mind if I said nah it's okay we'll leave it as a surprise oh Okay then. People can guess who here's a clue has bumped you in this week. He dropped the ball on this one. He did. He dropped oh, the ball. That's, and a, that's good a good one. That's a good one. Right. That's a good. And I also know that he was out on the town celebrating a brilliant win last weekend. Yes. So there you go. So there's two big clues at Big Football Scott. If you want to have a guess, that is where you can follow us on Twitter and we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. So just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast in the wee search bar at the top. And then we'll appear and you can follow us and it'll be great. Right, let's get to today's podcast and we'll start with Steve Clark Scotland absolutely pounding Ukraine at Hamden the other night. This is the patriotic music that intern Callum has given us. Do you like it? Hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. By the way, how good is it when Scotland play really well? Oh, it's so good, isn't it? I want to paste, paint my face blue and white and I want to run around the studio. So I think before we get started, I think the only way to begin this podcast is with you and Cameron apologising to Steve Clark. Why? Well, you were, no. right, you were writing him off last week. You were oh, saying he was finished. Whoa, 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 you were saying he was finished because he didn't pick Barry Mackay. Now, he didn't pick Barry Mackay, and in spite of that, we still managed to put a very good Ukraine side to the sword mm-hmm. comfortably. Yeah. Comfortably. He uh, got his tactics yeah. absolutely spot okay. on, didn't he? We'll get to that in just a second. Intern Callum, would you like to say what you think of the performance of the night there? And do you think that I need to apologise to the manager, Steve Clark? 
for, to answer your questions in chronological order, I thought Scotland were superb second half, especially maybe the best second half performance we've had under Steve Clark. Uh, I was playing seven aside, so I forgot it was on. So I watched it on ITV4 plus one like it was live, even though I knew the score. Yeah. And to answer your second question, 100% groveling the microphone. Yeah. You Probably. actually believe that I owe Stevie Clark an apology you for are. what I said last week on the podcast. So let's just, in case you missed last week's episode, the crux of it was Barry Mackay is not in the Scotland squad. So therefore, Stevie Clark, it's the beginning of the end. He is done as the Scotland manager, effectively. And that performance the other night suggests that he is far from done. Okay. I would also like to remind you of what else I said in my rant about Stevie Clark. I said to him that he was on a shugly peg, not just because he didn't pick Barry Mackay, but also the formation. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. let no, me finish. You, you just had what you, you just said what you needed to say. Let me finish what I'm about to we say. We didn't even Did, mention the formation right, last week. Okay. Did I not say at some point? No. I did. You I'm did. telling you right now, I did. It might not have been on the podcast, but I don't. <laughs> oh, right, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. It wait, might have been wait. inside my own head no, that I said this. it wasn't inside my own head. I said, and I clearly remember saying this. Right, shut up. Because you're annoying me now. There'll be no podcast without me if you don't shut up and let me have my say. Might get five stars. Right, I said... Right, that we needed to go to a back four. <laughs> um, no, no, you, that didn't you happen. You and, right, you okay, okay, you and, let now, me finish what I'm saying. No, and then no, 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 wait, wait, but just I, I will let you finish. But just to clarify, you did not say that last week. Now I, I have heard you say that before. Correct, but you did not say that okay. in the podcast last well, week. So, so don't pretend that you okay. are this all-telling sort of <laughs> mystic Meg type figure. Right, okay. That said, he should play four at the back. Okay, but I have said in the past, and you've just admitted to that I have said in the past I might not have said on the podcast but I thought I had I may, I may have to listen back to double check that but what I will say I have been screaming for a long time especially after the Ukraine game 114 days ago when we got overran in the midfield I've, I've said that umpteen times we needed to go to a back four with two sitting midfielders a 4-2-3-1 which is what he ultimately did and he learned from the mistake of the Ukraine in June but I think it's because he heard me say it yeah, right. That's, that's what it was. That, yeah. He heard. He heard me say, and also he also read the tweets because I was putting the tweets out about a four-two-three-one, and we need to get away from shoehorning in Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney in the same team because I think that ultimately has caused us problems. So now the big problem that Stevie Clark's got going forward, we've found a formation that suits our players, right? Let's not shoehorn in McTominay in the right centre back. That was never working. Play him in his position. He's keeping Casemiro out of the Man United team, right? He's a sitting midfielder and he was outstanding. Callum McGregor and him were brilliant in that position against the Ukraine. The back four worked brilliantly. You had Hickey and you had Patterson on the right. Brilliant. You had Tierney on the left. Sensational was that boy, right? And then you've got McGinn and Christie in the four positions with Armstrong. <laughs> Pressing, pressing, pressing. Didn't give the Ukraine any opportunity to get out. I thought we were outstanding on the night. He needs to stick to that going forward because he's putting the players in their best positions. Even Kieran Tierney said that about the formation change. And one more thing before you jump in here. His big decision going forward right now is who does he drop? Is it Tierney or is it Robertson? He cannot play them both. It feels like we've rewound to about three years ago because that was the chat. That was I, the chat three right. years ago. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, I'm going to say something here I don't usually do. Um, I agree with you. Right, who do we drop? 
Do you drop your captain? Again, I, I, I think it, I think it has to be Robertson. As in, Robertson has to be dropped. So, you, so you're dropping your captain? I know, I know. I, 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 I think that fundamentally, and I would argue to the cows come home in this one, we're a better team when Kieran Tierney's in it because Kieran Tierney is just an all-round, all-action, brilliant player. I think he is superb. He could Kieran Tierney could play with any team in the world. Now, Andy Robertson has been brilliant on many, many occasions for Scotland. However, in the past sort of, I'd say, 18 months, he hasn't been great. His form at Liverpool has not been up to what he usually has as well. Simicast is getting a game ahead of him To now. the point, yeah. exactly, where Klopp is now either taking him off. He didn't start in the yeah. Liverpool derby a yeah. couple of weeks ago, the Merseyside derby. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't write Andy Robertson off in any way whatsoever. Like He might return to form and might be fantastic, and obviously that would be, that would be great. But I do think that it's really, really harsh of you, Ewan, to blame Stevie Clark for not remembering conversations that you've had in your head <laughs> <laughs> can I ask in turn Callum then right because yeah. I'm, I'm in agreement with you everything you've said there is absolutely bang on when it comes to Tierney and Robertson let me ask you Intern Callum, a it's Dundee United sick. fan. It was it was it was a former Dundee United player we're talking about here. Now the captain of Scotland, Liverpool's first choice left back as well. well we've agreed that he's not anymore. Well, it, it looking like that Simicast is getting mm. a wee chance now. Do you drop the national team captain for Tierney? Yes, I think it's really easy. They can't articulate it better than Stephen did. Kieran Tierney, I'll go one further than Stephen. I think is world class in that position. Andy Robertson at present he definitely can be mm -hmm. at present he's not world class here's another question then is a lot of people put on Twitter because I'd obviously put that out on Twitter about the Tierney Robertson problem that Stevie Clark is going to have to face after this round of fixtures because obviously Robertson won't be here for the next two games what do you do? And a lot of fans suggested he could play Robertson further forward but I'm not sure that's the case no. it, it, well the, again at the, at the start of this I said it feels like we've rewound three years We've tried all this because this was a problem three years ago. But what they're saying, four years ago, remember against uh, England, the two-two yeah. game at uh, Hamden, Tierney was playing it right back. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, we'll try Kieran Tierney at right back, and we'll play Andy Robertson at left back. We'll try Kieran Tierney at left back, we'll play Andy Robertson further forward. Yeah. Uh, we'll try the three at the back." And to give Steve Clark a little bit of credit with the three at the back. It did work on occasion, you know? Yeah, it like worked the, well the, against the, Moldova. There is, there is, no, I guess. It worked well against Armenia. It I, worked well against the Faroe Islands and Luxembourg. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> no, but it did. It, it solved a bit of a problem and it looked like we're, there were okay. decent performances right. in okay. there. Let me ask you then, Stephen. And be honest here, do you not think that formation was created to shoehorn in Robertson and Tierney? Of course it was. But you shouldn't be doing that at international football. Play the players in their best positions. I, I, I totally agree but I know why he did it yeah. because there was so much pre and he, he probably thought well I can't drop Andy Robertson and or I Tierney and I can't drop Kieran uh, Tierney and I can totally understand why he's come to that conclusion he created a well he didn't create a formation he found a formation that suited both of them and we got relative success with it as well there have been a few games where we haven't played well obviously but you know there's also been games where we have played well you know the Denmark game for example that was a perfect example yeah. the Israel game you know I think anyone will 
who watched that game will say that we played really well that night and deserved to win and played some really good football along with it as well. But I think you're right. I think we're coming to a crunch point and I do feel sorry for Andy Robertson. I really, really do because he's obviously a fantastic player and one of the best Scottish players of the last 15 years. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But at this moment in time you have to play Kieran Tierney because he's he's playing better and I I just think he brings more to the team he but you know what the problem is Stephen he's the cat I get he's the captain he's the captain and and you do not want to be Stevie Clark having that conversation where you're dropping your captain oh totally that's a nightmare situation to be in what would you do what would you do where would Steve Clark go in your estimations if he came out and said listen we can't play both of them in the team. Oh, I'm going to pick the player who's on form at that moment in time. Remember what I said last week? I thought he didn't have the balls to make the big calls and the big decisions. Now, it was an easy decision for him against the Ukraine and it'll be an easy decision tomorrow against Ireland and next week against the Ukraine because there's no Andy Robertson. So the team kind of picks itself. But when Andy Robertson is back in the fold... If he comes out and he has the balls to say, I can't play them both, and Tierney is my player going forward, and here's the captain, wow, that would be huge. And then my respect for him would go through the roof. Because I don't think he's he's had the balls yet to make those big decisions that needed to be made at those particular times when I thought we needed I, it. I don't think it's I don't think it's a matter of balls. I, well, think, I think it, it is. I, I think I, it's been made easy for him because I, I think it's trying to get our best players all in the same team because I don't think anyone would dispute that Andy Robertson. England tried that with under Sven Gordon Eriksson and it, what yeah. did it do for them? It did absolutely hee haw. Yeah, no, no, totally. But I mean, there are there are probably examples where it's worked. Yeah, oh no, totally. I mean, you look at Brazil. I mean, they 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 shoehorn their best players on their team, and it normally works for them. But we obviously, I'm not saying we're Brazil. But by the way, if if that is what we look like going forward in a four two three one, what we did against the Ukraine, a really decent side who are European Championship quarter finalists, know that long ago. I don't quote my (sighs) mum very often when it comes to this podcast, but uh, I was watching it with my mum and dad, and my mum made actually a very good observation. If you take Craig Gordon out of that team, which is actually another issue going forward, I think that's going to be the next issue over the next wee while in terms of where do we get a goalkeeper from. But if you take that, if you take him out. It's a really young side. It is. It's a team that is just about reaching its peak or well younger than yeah. that. You look across the back line, uh, Henry's still of a decent age, McKenna's a yeah. decent age, Tierney, obviously. You've got Hickey and Patterson. Hope Patterson's all right, by yeah. the way. Um, uh, well, I doubt he is, but I, I hope it's not too bad. You know, you guys like McGinn, McGregor, uh, McTominay, McTominay, still yeah. of all a really decent age. Um, Christie's not even at his peak yet. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you've still got guys like Barry McKay to come in further down the right, line. Okay, to, to right, wait, can I also, here's, here's another criticism then of Stevie Clark. Right, so we're going with the four-two-three-one, and I think that's what we're going to be doing going forward. Mm-hmm. We only had one winger on the bench. That's why you need. That's why you need Barry McCann on the bench, you know and that was Ryan Fraser. Can I also say what really makes me laugh is um, both Nathan Parson and David Turnbull are out of the squad. He's called up Josh Doig and Declan Gallagher. It's like he's just going to wind you up. <laughs> I mean, I'll just get two defenders. At this in, stage, not? I hope he's. Heard you and Cameron. <laughs> I hope he's read his tweets, and I hope he's just doing it to spite on now because I saw that as well and thought it was very funny. But if you're doing a four-two-three-one formation, you need more wingers in your team and attacking midfielders, and we don't have that. Only one we could pull off the bench was Ryan Fraser. 
a Barry Mackay in there would work. You know, you've got Ryan Fraser coming on, providing two assists as from well. a corner. Uh, from a corner, two assists. I mean, mate, you could have taken a corner and provided two assists. Oh, I don't know. It was like great corners. <laughs> I would say. Brilliant I corners. thought it was poor defender, but good headers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, listen, I think that's uh, um, and as I, as I actually said last week. Uh, if Barry Mackay had been in the squad, I don't think I would have bad an eyelid. But you know, uh, by the way, I've got my mojo back when it comes to Scotland. That really excited me the other night there because he listened to me. Stephen th- and I are going to the game. Yes, on Saturday. Oh, you going to the Ireland game? Yeah. yeah we're well, we're going. working tomorrow. Exactly, but I am leaving uh, a bit early. <laughs> so uh, you can look after the show for a bit now. So uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm. I've not been to a Scotland game since before the pandemic. So I'm actually really, really looking forward to it because every Scotland game we've been working exactly. pretty much all the big ones we've been working. Can so. I just say I think we will absolutely hammer Ireland tomorrow because I, I think, think we're we still well. smarting from that defeat in uh, Dublin. I think we'll be like, oh, oh, you're not doing that to us again. We're going to get you after you. Do you know the last Saturday night Scotland game I was at Hamden? I was in an executive box with Martin Comston drinking free booze all night. So no matter what, and it was the Israel game that we won 3-2 in the last minute with Scott McTominay's wait, in Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on a second. How, how do you get into an executive box when you're an intern? Uh, contacts. So how do you have these contacts and neither of us do? I don't have her anymore, but we... <laughs> 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 is there a story there? Is there, is there a story there? I mean, how to make yourself sound hateful, Kyle. Honestly, really does. So I, I, I think we'll hammer Ireland tomorrow. And hopefully, you know, we we beat Ireland tomorrow, we can draw in Ukraine and I, we've won the group. Yeah, totally. Like, we're in such a great position. And, you know, you never know. I mean, I might, if they take a point off of Ukraine, that's all done. That's all done. So it would be... It would be Quite an achievement to finish top of that group, I yes. think. And, and uh, of course, that would mean that we would be second seeds for the Euro draw, which is in a couple of weeks' time. It would also mean that we'd be promoted to League A, mm-hmm. so we would get the glamour ties. Spain, Germany, Spain, England. Germany, France. Well, no, England are going to get relegated. Right. They are going to get relegated, right? They're going to get relegated, which is a real how, shame for How that. good would that be if Scotland get promoted to the A League and England get relegated to the B League? Well, it looks like Wales are going to get relegated as well, so we'd be the only home nation in, in the A League. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here, so we need to beat Ireland and a point against Ukraine at least. The only thing I would say is Wales, who are now five games into their six-game campaign in the A-League, have one point and a minus four goal difference, and I think that might be us. You no, know, it might be, but it also means that since we're in League A, that means for qualifying the next time round, we're pretty much guaranteed a playoff. Oh, Aye, more yeah. or less. So all That's the good. A teams pretty much qualify, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it means that we'll definitely get a playoff. It makes so. our route a wee bit easier. It does, You yeah, just have so. to get thumped six times in a row to make That's it That's why, That's fine. remember the last time when we actually, was it, did we lose to Czech Republic? Yes. And, you know, oh, that, that, that totally screwed everything up for us. Anyway, uh, we will look forward to the games next week, look back on the games next week yes. as well. Hopefully we're sitting here in a position where Scotland have won the group. And uh, it's all looking good and we can speculate who we can get in the Euro draw as well I think it's on the 9th of October or it something is. like that so uh, yes so we'll chat about that next week right let's move on to Scottish football Wera. so last week's episode it was footballers managers referees pundits who would feature if Scottish football were a hospital and some of these were honestly some of the best that we've had in yet the big Scottish football podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron
It's easily the best week we've had on this type of thing. Largest volume of response. Loads really? of people got in touch. Yeah, loads and loads of them. I can so also say as well, I was giggling away because I was obviously involved in that tweet. <laughs> and every time you'd look through your uh, your tweet <laughs> notifications, I was giggling away. I thought some of them were absolutely epic. Hello to Johnny Mac, who says, Cal Paul Lambert. <laughs> that goes straight in. Uh, Jackie Broken Back Namara. <laughs> I, I think is also very good. We've got Richard Cough. There was lots of Richard Coughs coming in. Simon Sprainrod. <laughs> He was he played with Falkirk and uh, was it Simmons Simmons and Falkirk? And I, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Hart attack, lots of them as well. Coronary Golson. <laughs> that's from Gus McLeod. Hello to you. Uh, Ryan Stent, straight in there from Soccer Zine. So good. Uh, Mikel Arteries. Mm, nah. Uh, Ryan Porteris. Because you have a porter in a hospital, obviously. What? Say that again. Ryan Porteris. What right. part of the body is that? No, but in a hospital. Port- you have oh, a porter. Oh, there's a porter. Yeah. What does a porter do? Sort of shifts, moves people from war to war, uh, and takes stuff like, like that. Pans and gets ready them and gets yeah. ready. Well. A very okay. vital cog in the system, I'm led to believe. Uh, antenatal Niemi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think is good, and Martin Boyles. That's from Alexander Wilson. Have you ever had a boil? Uh, no, I've not had a boil. I've never had a boil. You've had a boil. You've had a boil. What are precisely? What? Is it like a like a really 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 big spot? Aye, on your oh. back, and it needs lanced. Like you can't squeeze it; it needs lanced. What's the ones that you get in your bum? Aye, yeah, they're hemorrhoids. Boil. I've You've had hemorrhoids. You've no, had hemorrhoids. Had, what's the less bad version of those? Piles. You've had piles. This won't make the edit. Pile, piles. Is oh no, the same. no, it needs to make the edit. This, this is not. Make the, oh no, it's edit. making the edit. You yeah. had piles, mm-hmm. and a female doctor to put her. Anyway, next one. Right. Okay. So uh, listen, you can edit that. We won't mention the fact that you've had piles again. So, uh, Russell lobotomy, uh, Frank Sorney, uh, Paul Hospital McGowan, obviously, because you need a gown if you're in a hospital. Did you have a gown when you had piles? Yeah, and that's from Andrew McBee. Did you have a, did a you gown? Have, did you have just a GP piles? appointment? A was a GP appointment. So just right. lay with my jeans at my ankles, um, <laughs> and I was in like what you call it, the thingy position, the uh, fetal. Aye. Really? No, no, yeah. Is, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that, is that when you had your piles? Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Stretcher from Kathleen Bust. Uh, obviously, Stephen Fletcher, Stephen Stretcher. I like that. Andy Halliday has appeared in every single one of these so far, and he's appeared again because Andy Halliday patient. A day, a day patient. patient. Yes, exactly. Were well, you a day patient when you had your piles? Yeah, it was just a GP thing. Just a GP thing. It was a day, a day, and right. right. some cream. Cream. Right. right. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Kevin Van Veen. Did you have any Because like, that's what that is Technically It's sort of like Veins is not like Idols yeah. yeah Right that's from Ross 247 by the way A&E Ian Jess A&E Ian Jess Did you have to go in A&E Or was it just an appointment To the GP for your piles I will edit this out No you won't <laughs> I'm talented enough To make sure this doesn't Make the edit No you're not So you're, keep doing what you're doing no, no, Try you, your hardest No don't you God dare it Because I think it's quite good uh, Dick Advocate Scan <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. That is good. Uh, Jerry McNeedle. Um, <laughs> uh, Mark Wiltonographer. <laughs> that's from George Burns, of course. George Burns. Uh, Charlie Mulgrew. <laughs> that's from Tracy Nelson. Uh, Timo Stuckey, I like. Uh, Anthony Strokes. Uh, a lot of Anthony Strokes, actually. Nicky Breslin, thanks to you. X-Ray McKinnon. That's from Goliath Frog. Uh, we've got Diazapan Maeda uh, from Marty McCC86. Uh, Jamie Sickness 
is quite good from Dave the Rave. I quite like. Were that you well. sick when you had your piles in turn, Callum? No, no. Alex X Ray and budget cost to the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, general practitioner Beaton and Vasek Tommy Wright. From that's from Mark Thompson. Well done, Marco. Uh, John Suter because he's always injured. That's from Bob. Uh, hipsterectomy from Andy McCrory. Hipsterectomy. Yeah. Hipsterectomy. How does that work? Hysterectomy. Oh, hysterectomy. And of course, if Scottish football were a hospital, you'd need a referee, so it'd be Willie Colomopscopy. So did you get that when you did your piles? That's from Scotty. Intern Callum. Nope. So you didn't? No. And we have mentioned piles quite a bit there during that um, section yeah. of the show, because obviously our intern Callum had piles, he admitted to that earlier. Yeah, he did. You know, more than once. Yeah, more than, yeah, more than once. once yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure there's many people who listen who have had piles. Oh yeah, no, it's quite I common. Scott. Let yeah. us know. At yeah. Big Football Scott, have you had piles? Um, question for you in turn, Cam, because obviously when people do get piles, what were the symptoms for you to go and get checked out? Because it could be helpful for the people. No, you're yeah. absolutely right. Um, how much detail, John? Well, it's fine. It's a, it's a podcast. People, It's a medical thing. It's fine. I had a sore bottom. Um, uh-huh. So okay. And you got it checked out, and it was piles. piles. Oh, good for you. No, do you see, know, brilliant. Do you know brilliant. what's not pleasant? What? It's a stranger's finger up your bum. No, no, I, I get that, but obviously it's for the the, the right reasons. For the greater good. It's for the greater good. Yes. <laughs> for the greater. She said as she slapped the glove back on her wrist. It's for the greater, it's good. For the greater good. As she lubed up her finger and shoved up your hole. For next week's episode, we want your suggestions for if Scottish football were past or present world leaders. So, for example, you could have Napoleon Balligan. Okay. Napoleon Balligan. Yeah. Balligan. Napoleon Balligan. Napoleon Balligan. Oh, Leon Balligan is yeah. a QPR formerly Rangers. Yes, uh, yes. John Kennedy obviously goes straight into this as well. How? Oh, John F. John F. Kennedy. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. right. Yeah. Graham Alexander the Great could go in. Yeah, he could well. go in. Yeah. This is quite a historical one. I, I think people will be good at this. Uh, Vladimir Lenin. Vladimir Lenin. Neil Lennon. Oh, Neil Lennon. Uh, Tony Blair Lyons. Tony Blair Lyons. Blair Lyons. Yeah, please wait. Montrose, yep. Montrose yeah. is it part of this? Tony one? Blair Lyons, uh, Mac Ron Gordon, Ron <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> that one's really good. I like that one. Emmanuel Macron. Aha. Uh-huh. Ron Gordon. The hips oh, the hips guy, yeah, yeah from exactly. America, yeah. Uh, Angela Melkerson. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm good. slowly understanding what this is about this week. Otto von Bismarck Wilson. <laughs> Uh, you could have Jimmy Carter Vickers and yes. you could also have Kaiser Wilhelm Colum as well yeah. so if you want to get your suggestions into at Big Football Scott for next week's episode it is if Scottish football were past and present world leaders so that is probably the most highbrow one that we have done yet but you will not let us down right okay so let's move on to our next section which is of course our brand new game and it is play your Joe Cardo's right Great team tune as well. Classic. This debuted last week. Lot of love for this. Thank you very much. At Big Football Scott. Gonna get in touch at any time. Right, okay, let's hear from the main man himself before we get into the game. How has Joe Cardo been this week? Let's hear from him. Hi there, I'm football's Joe Cardo. When I'm not lighting up the field of play, I like to play my Joe Cardo's right. Let's dance. (laughs) 
right, okay. So it's player Joe Cardle's right. And it's basically higher or lower, okay? So uh, intern Callum's going to come round and push the buttons. It's Ewan questioning me this week. Okay. So are we ready? This game is really simple. We always start with Joe Cardle. I'll then give you more players and you have to tell me their goal tally. National team caps, age, etc. Is okay. it higher or lower? Very Today, simple. we are doing FIFA men's rankings for football nations. Right, okay. Get it right, we move on to the next one. Get it wrong and you're out of the game. Okay. We'll keep a tally on every contestant's streak throughout the season. Last week, I got a streak of four, which right. ultimately was really bad. Yeah, it was quite poor. That wasn't was poor. It? Yeah, exactly. um, will you beat that, Stephen Mill? Hopefully, fingers crossed. Okay, your star for 10 is, as always, Joe Cardell. Mm-hmm. From this point, it's higher or lower for each country. I give you in the men's FIFA world rankings, Brazil. I would say Brazil are higher in the rankings than Joe Cardell. Hot dog. What a result. Excellent. Well done. That's one. One. Here we go. Number two. Sweden. Higher or lower than Brazil? I would go lower. No chance. You've got to be cheating. (laughs) So Sweden were 20th. Okay, right. That's fine. Uh, Brazil are obviously first. Uh, On to Cameroon. Are they higher or lower than Sweden who are 20th? That's interesting because Cameroon, I'm sure, got to the final of the Africa Cup of Nations. They didn't. It was it not Cameroon versus Senegal? It was, it was it Egypt. Was it Egypt? Okay. It was right. Salah versus Mani. Well, Cameroon got to the semi-finals of the African <laughs> Cup of Nations, I'm sure. Um, but I will go, I think they're lower than 20th. Wow, I'm impressed. That must have been a fluke. Can't be that clever. <laughs> yeah, Cameroon are 38th in the right, world okay, rankings. Right, right so here well, we go. I'm on three now. You're on three. So uh, Cameroon are 38th. Scotland, higher or lower than Cameroon? Oh, dear. As it stands today. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. As it stands today, are are Scotland higher or lower than Cameroon in 38th? Oh, I think we are there or thereabouts. (laughs) Um, Oh, are we like 37th or something? This is a really horrible one you've put in here in Tom Callum. He did the same with me last week with the fourth one. Scotland. Uh, Higher or lower than Cameroon in 38th in the world rankings? Lower. Wow. Google again. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Four for me. Right, we've drawn level. Right, what, where are we in there? So Scotland are 45th. 45th. I knew it was there or thereabouts. So Scotland are 45th in the world rankings. Up next, Greece. Greece, oh. are they higher or lower than Scotland in the world rankings? I would say Greece are lower. No chance. Yes. Come on, five. It, well done, you, my friend. You're I, on a streak of five. I think Greece have been pretty honking they since have. they won the Euros Correct. pretty much. So where, where are they about? 49th. 49th. 49th, so they're, um, they're four places they're lower. F- four places more honking than us. Yes. So. so if Greece are at 49th, where do you think Turkey are? Are they higher or lower than Greece at 49? Oh, that's a toughie. Higher or lower than Greece at 49? Turkey, what are you thinking? Turkey qualify for the Euros? I think they did. Did they qualify for the Euros? They did, actually, and they got pumped in every game. I think that Turkey are higher in the rankings. When I say Joe, you say Cardo. Joe! Cardo. Cardo. <laughs> You're also right. Oh, I'm right. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 well done. Well done. Uh, if Joe's saying he's right, so yeah, just we'll tell him from there on. Yeah, exactly. Turkey. So that's six for me. Aye. So far. Yeah. Turkey, 42nd. 42nd, In yeah. the world rankings. 
Next on the list, mm-hmm. you're doing well here, Stephen. Costa Rica. Oh. Are they higher or lower than Turkey in the oh. world rankings? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Costa Rica. Costa Rica qualify for the World Cup all the time. It's easy for them because of, uh, yeah. is it the Oceana? No, they're no. in the uh, CONCACAF Oh, no, it's CONCACAF Oceana. What am I thinking? That's Australia. Yeah, it is. So Costa Rica get to play like, you know, like Haiti and yes. stuff like that. Fiji. And we, and we have to play like, you know, actual teams. So um, Costa Rica, I think, so what, what were Turkey, 42? 42 for Turkey, the higher think, or lower? I think Costa Rica are higher. Language, it's not that type of game. Mind your P's and Q's in here. Well done. Oh, yes, yeah, amazing. Well you got that right. Right, seven. Come on, come there on. There you go. Costa Rica, 34th yep, in okay, the world right, rankings. Here we go, here we Next go. one, Norway. Oh. Norway, higher or lower than Costa Rica? Lower. You going lower? Yep. Wow. You've been on Google again. Yes, come on. Eight. Wait, wait, wait. Intern Callum, are you giving him the answers? No, genuinely not. No. No, no, no. What are they? Norway are 36. 36, yes. 36. Here we go with the next one. So Norway are 36 in the world rankings. Are they higher or lower than Hungary? Oh, Hungary have been decent. They have been decent. And they're in, they're in League A. And, and they beat England. They beat England. And I think they beat Germany as well. They did. So I, on that basis, would say they're higher. You trumpet. Did you even think before you spoke there? What's wrong? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get to? Hey. Um, Hungary are 37th Ugh. in the world rankings. One, one ahead That's of uh, Norway. That's ridiculous. But hey, listen, mate. That was a round of applause for Stephen. Well, I thought it was very good. Eight. That's quite the, tough. The new high score. The, the new, new high, high score, score is eighth and I say streak. Joe, you say Cardo. Joe. Cardo! I know we don't want this to end, but that's the game over for another week. Remember what I always say a crisis is an opportunity riding the dangerous wave. Catch us later. See you later, Joe. <laughs> Cheers, See you Joe. later, Joey. Right, okay. There will be another game of player Joe Cardo's right next week. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Remember, you can always get in touch on at Big Football Scotland. Right. Any other business before we go, Ewan Cameron? I think one thing I want to mention is Dundee United's tweet during the week. Or was it Dundee United's tweet during the week? If you want a party night at Tanadice, then it looks like it's the place to go because you got a big glass ages. So. <laughs> What was that? Was that a genuine tweet? Did somebody mock that up? Did somebody mock it up or was it real? I don't know. I can't get to the bottom of it. You should know because you're a Dundee United fan. Was that genuinely put out by the club or was it mocked up by somebody just to take the piss? I mean, you can understand where the autocorrect has come in there quite clearly. It's meant to be fizz. It was a brilliant tweet though and it It did get a lot of um, traction. It may have been done to get people talking about it. I think so as well. And also, because I know Dunfermline did the exact same thing. Well, not the exact same thing. They did something similar. And it was, they put a tweet out saying East End Park is available for all your sort of venue hire. So if you've got a conference, if you've got a wedding, Uh if you've got a party, a divorce party, and they put that in. And obviously the people were like, Joy got East End for our divorce party. And then it just <laughs> ended up going viral and they got lots of bookings off the back of yeah. it. So it's quite maybe, clever. Maybe that's what it was. Any other business you No, I'm fine, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing Scotland in action. And hopefully this time next week when we're doing the podcast, we'll already have qualified for the playoffs, which would be a great way to end the week. And then we can get into the weekend's fixtures. Hearts third, flying high, playing well. We've got Fiorentina to look forward to. Rangers before that. So yeah, there's a lot happening next week. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a big one. Thank you very much. 
very much for listening. Short and sharp this afternoon. So don't forget to subscribe to the show on whichever podcast provider you use so you don't miss a podcast. Thank you to you and Cameron as ever. Thank you to our game show host, Joe Cardle. And thank you to you for listening and tweeting the show as well. Keep an eye on our socials for if Scottish football were a world leader, past or present. And make sure you post and get involved on at Big Football Scott on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. But we'll be back next week with another brand new episode of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Cheerio bye for now. Bye bye.